0: Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon, and welcome to another episode of the Peak and Flow Podcast. Today, I'm going to go through and discuss a bit more about our Level Two Retreat, but not—it's not really sort of designed to go through and sell a Level Two Retreat. What my goal here is is to help give you some 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 breadth and some depth to the frameworks that we use on really personal development. Now. That term gets thrown around heaps. Uh, It's it can mean a whole range of things to a whole range of people. How I'm using the word personal development, you could imagine that it's sort of really it's called tetra arising. It's arising. It's occurring in four main areas: Um, our own personal subjectivity, the culture and community around us our physical body and behaviors and then the plan system and environment now if we're able to take on all four of those perspectives what's called an integral perspective or um, paying attention to within those four let's call them quadrants because they are it's continually arising if we can look at personal development across those four lenses those 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 quadrants then we really have this beautiful unfolding framework for personal, Development. It's really interesting because what commonly happens across those four quadrants, which is, you know, personal experience is subjectivity, community culture is intersubjectivity, uh, physical body and behavior is objective or objectivity, and then planned structures, natural environment, functional fit of things is interobjectivity. Now, commonly we have particular drivers and potentially blind spots within those four quadrants, right? And the challenge of that is that we will attempt to kind of fix our problems or solve our problems with our driver quadrant. Now, commonly, the problems that, we're occur- that are occurring are happening in an area that we're maybe not so good in. And so the whole point for us and our body of work is being able to go, how do we actually build out models and bodies of work across these four quadrants that allow people some insight, some framework and some structure to be able to ground a lot of the ob- uh, the subjectivity to be able to use for going in what areas am I missing here? Like what am I missing fundamentally? Because that's where our potential lays. What are my strengths? Yes. And how do I leverage them? And so our ability to have this really broad yet deep approach to what our inner reality, outer reality is, is... Exceptionally profound. I've, I've mentioned it multiple times. I feel exceptionally grateful that I get to stand on the shoulders of giants to host this host this type of work. Um, now we do this across many things. Obviously, the podcast is an example of it. We run a free webinar every single week called Moments. You can sign up to that on our homepage. Um, that's every Wednesday night, seven PM Australian Eastern Standard Time. And so, there's plenty of different ways that people can be. A, be a part of the conversation and stay a part of the conversation yet we also want to make sure that we're offering and this is something that I missed out on with mood prep and my podcast the 700 and something podcast I did before I didn't have the depth of frameworks that people could opt in to, to to really work on themselves or to to understand the content on a deeper level and understand themselves on a deeper level and that's what we've gone and done with peak and flow is made sure that we had that to be able to then offer that for people that are wanting to walk down that path so in saying that our retreats are just a part of our training. It's, it's We could do them in gym or online. The fact that we actually do them on location is exceptionally powerful and in person. And so that's why we run them. And so our base retreat, two-day retreat, I've talked about that just before. Our flow retreat introduces another concept. So if you could imagine, base retreat day one is physiology or body. Another term for that is actually called showing up, how we physically show up. Day two is psychology or mind. Another word for that would be how we actually grow up, and I mean maturing, adult development. When we look at our tree, we introduce another framework, which is based upon spirit. Now, spirits are really can be quite esoteric as a concept. It can be really quite um, vague, depending on how we're teaching it and how we're actually connecting to it. Yet, we all know that spirit exists. And so how do we actually build on our foundations of our uh, growing up, our mind, our psychology concepts that we look at, and we use different frameworks from that, such as the Identity Compass by Arne Mauss, which is profound as it really points to the value that we hold upon our structures of thinking, right? Our thinking patterns, our cognitive intentions, they're called. We then look at spirit in the sense of going, how do we actually connect to this? What are the ways that we can connect to this in the day-to-day uh, in, in every mundane moments and i've got a quote that i've sort of bastardized and i'm going to share with you a little bit later and i've got another one that sort of enhances or, or upholds the way that we approach this because it should be a continual unfolding these aren't just singular events and so we then look at day three on that flow retreat where we start to integrate how do we actually integrate this all into our body all at once in any given moment which is really our ability to say present or be present is to get rid of the shit that's stopping us from being present and showing up as we are today. And so that's the whole process in, in in just a couple of minutes of how and why we structure the retreats that way. Because really, it's not just a retreat where you get to go away and relax and do that. You definitely get free time, but it's a, it's, it's a training program. This is a personal development program that we facilitate. Uh, and we wanted to make sure that there was a tail to that. And what I mean by a tail is that the, the moments webinars, that there's the ability to opt in for coaching, there's there's training opportunities and integration opportunities post-retreat. On the first, this is the first time I heard this quote, was actually our first retreat. Um, and Jamie um, Sangster, who's one of our facilitators, phenomenal uh, instructor. Instructor's not the right word. He's a phenomenal facilitator and, and space holder especially when it comes to breath work as well. That's that's what he's done exceptionally well, but he's far more than that. But he used this quote. It says, if we ignore the sacred, the mundane will crush us. If we ignore the mundane, the sacred will burn us. Now, I guess the question is, why is that beautiful? And so the, the beauty with these types of events and retreats and trainings, and maybe you've experienced this yourself, is that when you're there, you're like, this is amazing. This is so beautiful. How do I leverage this? How do I get the most out of this? How do I build on this and then you go back to reality and your reality is literally the reality that you helped shape before you went to that type of event. And so the sacred, you leave the sacred, go to the mundane and all of a sudden the mundane starts crushing you again. But if all we ever did was the sacred stuff, if all we ever did was just chase that sacredness, we would just get burnt. We're just, we're, we're constantly, eh, potentially, looking for things outside of us as opposed to understanding that it's in the mundane moments where we actually get to live. 'Cause there are far more mundane moments within life and there's a lot of beauty in the mundane. And so recently I ran a um a training at a uh a real estate retreat down the coast and there was a quote that was shared and I'm just looking for it now. And it said, Um, if you can't find inspiration in the mundane, you're not looking hard enough. Well, the way that I would see that is if you can't find spirit in the mundane, you're looking too hard. The beauty of that is that in this in every single moment this is literally where we get to live and so if we're so busy constantly working for this future so that the future is better and we believe in a better future yet we never actually live in the present then we're never actually living anyway it's the same as if we're always in freeze mode because of the past and we're worried about the past repeating itself which is getting the past projected in the future and then being anxious about the future even though the future is not occurring and it's based upon our past experiences same deal we never get to actually live in the present and so the present is only reserved for those of us that can, That can, sorry, the future is only reserved for those of us that can actually live in the present. Now, it doesn't mean we shouldn't have this ability to, to future plan and to reflect on previous experiences and learnings. Of course it is. It's, it's, is it intentional and is it conscious? And so really for us about helping individuals leverage their potential is making sure that we're offering these frameworks where people can really opt in for themselves as themselves to meet themselves and move forward from there. I shared uh, a couple of pictures of my wife and um, a couple of quotes, or a quote really, uh, the other day on Instagram uh, about about love uh, and choice-based and needs-based relationships. But I shared a quote at the end of that saying, which is one of the most profound quotes that I've heard, and I didn't understand it many years ago, but I understand it now. And the quote says, we're all just walking each other home. What that means is that we can, if we choose, hold space so that people and you know maybe we are part of that people can actually learn to unfold and let go of the bullshit that holds them away from being here now this is where home is home is always here in this moment now as cliche as that sounds or as airy-fairy as that sounds it doesn't mean that we can't plan for the future it doesn't mean we can't dream big of course we can and we should absolutely that that's that's what's driven society forward it's what's driven and allowed me to do it speak into this microphone and have this sent across space and time so yes we absolutely should the key thing though is is what's the meaning if all we're doing is high meaning no no action then we're just living in dreamland in fluff land if all we're doing and this is common is just working 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 just doing 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 being a human doing not a human being with low meaning we end up being a workaholic the balance for us is finding what is meaningful that i'm willing to work for and doing that with intention. Team, that's me done. I'm out. Uh, I guess I didn't really speak too much about the actual flow experience itself. It's a level two retreat. I highly encourage if you're interested, reach out. Come along to a base retreat or at least organize um, some training for yourself, your team, whatever the case might be. This stuff's really powerful stuff. It's absolutely leveraged my life in in more ways than I can probably explain in a 15 minute video um and many others as well so i feel very grateful for that anyway that's that's me done i'm out thank you very much for tuning in if you found this pod, uh, podcast not podcast, pod, past, pod well it is now podcast uh, beneficial it would mean the world to me if you'd pass it on to someone else that you think would also find it beneficial if you haven't uh, haven't already you can grab a copy of my book "Money yourself online uh, it's all that stuff's in the show notes everything's in the show notes just check it out there team i'm out peace and pizza see you soon